Welcome to Live Free Church. We're a church that's passionate about reaching people at all costs. Here you can find all our recent sermons. We are so glad that you joined us today. We want people to live free lives ultimately found in Jesus because we believe that free people, free people. Well, welcome to our Christmas Eve service. I'm Colby, and wherever you're at, I just want to wish you a Merry Christmas from our house to yours. See, every Christmas usually means that we spend tons of time and money. Well, maybe Lori spends quite a bit of our time preparing her house for guests, preparing her house for people in it. Last Christmas, we had 30 plus people in this living room. You know, we have people on the floor, on this couch, people at our dining room table, um, other tables in the kitchen, kids downstairs. You see, for a lot of us, those days of having people in your space, in your home, feels like so long ago, doesn't it? I know that our winter days, for some reason, feel longer. In a winter, it feels darker. But I think this year, it feels actually darker than ever. It may be because there isn't a lot of snow to reflect the light. Or maybe it's because the heaviness of this year is upon us. Upon us all. It gets me asking the question of, of where do we find hope at Christmas? See, where do we find hope ultimately in our lives? Where do you find hope? Where do you look for it? See, whether you believe in Jesus or not, I'd love to share with you a passage from John's Gospel. John, who was a beloved disciple of Jesus, he followed Jesus for years, was a disciple, was an eyewitness account to Christ. In John chapter 1, verse 1, he says this, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And he was with God in the beginning, and all things were created through him. And apart from him, not one thing was created that has been created. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. That light shines in the darkness, and yet the darkness did not overcome it. See, there was a man sent from God whose name was John. He, sent, he came as a witness to testify about the light, so that all might, be, might believe through him. He was not the light, but he came to testify about the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was created through him, and yet the world did not recognize him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him, but to all who did receive him, he gave them the right to be children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of natural descent, or of the will of the flesh, or of the will of man, but of God. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. We observe his glory, the glory as the one and only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. You see, I think for us this Christmas, I want to understand where our truth and hope comes from. Like, do you want to know God? Do you want to know if God is real? Do you want to know him personally? See, it can only happen through the word. Because that's how people work. You know them through their word, through their deeds, right? Jesus is the word, the ultimate, clearest revelation of who God is. You know, that's not just all who Jesus is, is 
is who he says he is or who God says he is. See, Christmas is not just about Jesus as the word becoming flesh. See, we're told at the beginning, of the beginning at the end of the passage that Jesus is the word of God. A person's word is their clearest and ultimate revelation or understanding of who they are. You can learn a lot about people by what they say and do. You can learn a lot about God in this passage. So you can know all sorts of things about who God is. You can believe in him. You can do all sorts of things. You, you believe what God wants you to do. But to know him, it takes knowing the light, which is Jesus. Because Jesus is the ultimate understanding, the ultimate revelation of who God is. Because Jesus is Emmanuel. He's God with us. The whole point of Christmas is that the word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood, as one translation says. See, what does that mean for us, that the word became alive, it became flesh, it became divine, the divine became human? See, more than that, the word was made vulnerable, the word was made killable. When it says the word became flesh, it means a couple of things for you and I. One of the means that God has become vulnerable. Christmas was so radical because it highlights the fact that only Christianity of all the religions of the world says the divine creator of the world has become human and therefore is vulnerable. He has come down to us. See, God became vulnerable to the vulnerable. The word was light in the darkness. It says in verse 4 and 5 that in him was life and that light, and that life was the light of men. That light shines in the darkness and the darkness does not overcome it. You see, Christ became vulnerable to light up the darkness, to shine light in the darkness for us. I think normally we're, I'm not aware of the darkness, but this year I feel like I'm way more aware. Are you aware of the darkness in this season. I was talking to a friend just a couple nights ago, and he says, I don't know what it is about this Christmas. Maybe it's I'm not taking enough vitamin D, or maybe it's um, the fact that the days are, you know, they're darker. But for me, I feel like it is way darker this year. That's what my friend said. I remember thinking, I'm noticing that the days are harder and the, they're darker. See, if you want to feel the light this Christmas, if you want hope, if you want promise, it's found ultimately in Jesus. It's found in his birth, but it's ultimately found not just him staying as a baby, being vulnerable to reach the vulnerable. Actually, it's him becoming a baby to grow up, to become a man, to live the life you should have lived and died the death. You should have died for your sins. You see, if you're looking for hope this Christmas, it has a name, and it's Jesus. I heard this great statement a while ago from Louis Giglio, who's a pastor in Atlanta, and he said this amazing thing. He said that Jesus was born so that we could be born again. I think that's true for us this Christmas. You know, when we look at this light at Christmas, this is our hope. This is the light in the darkness for us, for you and for myself. 
It moves on and talks about just not only that Jesus is the, is the light in the darkness, but actually talks about how John, his beloved disciple, hears his posture and hears what his purpose is. And it says in John chapter 1, verse 6, it says, There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came to, to witness, to testify about the light, so that all may believe through him. He was not the light, but he came to testify about the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. You see, all the religions say, if you do this stuff, you'll be accepted. See, Christianity says, if you, if you accept Christ into your life, that's when you start seeing life change. It's not before, it's after. Religion says, if you live this way, you'll be accepted. And Christianity says, no, you're accepted because what Christ has done on the cross for you. And that's the reason why you want to live and change your life. You see, it's not achieved. Every religion says you have to achieve something, but through, through Christ, it's received just like a, gr- a gift is received on Christmas morning. That's what faith is, is like in Christ. You see, for us, to realize that all the stuff of religion in Christ is gone. See, the Old Testament, the Israelites had to go to a temple to worship God. They had to go to tabernacles. They had to go and sacrifice. And Jesus came and he shows up as a baby, becomes vulnerable and changes all of that. That Jesus is the tabernacle. He is the temple. He is the sacrifice. What John is saying for us this Christmas is that you and I need to know the light, who's Jesus. We need to believe in him. And actually, when you put your faith and trust in him, our life now testifies to the light. That you and I don't achieve our faith, but we receive it freely like a child receives a gift on Christmas morning. This Christmas, if your life is found in him, it testifies to the light. It reflects the light. I love at Christmas when you're driving around after a fresh snowfall and you can see the light illuminated for so far. I feel like that's what a Christian should be at Christmas, someone who's just reflecting Jesus' light into the world, to our families, to our neighbors, to our coworkers, to people who are full of darkness. Our lives are like that this Christmas, reflecting Jesus, reflecting hope, reflecting the light. This might mean for us that we actually want to call someone that we loved or we love, to spend time on Christmas morning on FaceTime or on Zoom, even though we don't want to. Just recently, I was able to witness a birthday over Zoom. And my kids and I, we got on Zoom with a whole bunch of people we didn't know from all over the world to sing happy birthday to people that we desperately love so much. You see, it might mean FaceTiming and Zooming people that you love at Christmas might mean offering words of encouragement, a text message to say how much you love and appreciate another family member, but it also might look like sharing where you find hope this Christmas. Being honest that there is darkness you've found this past year, but there is the light of life, a light of men, Jesus, in your life. That Jesus came in your life to bridge the gap this Christmas between darkness and light that he came to give us truth, the truth about our sinfulness and our brokenness, 
but the grace that if our life is ultimately found in him, we are given grace. And we're given that John 10, 10 says, life and life to the full. That our lives would reflect that grace to others around us. I would love to pray with you this Christmas Eve that to pray that you would find light in the midst of your darkness. Let's pray. God, I thank you for sending your son, Jesus, so I could get to know you, the God who is with us. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for being with me all my life, even when I didn't even realize it. I realize I need a savior to set me free from sin, from myself, from habits and hurts and hang-ups that mess up my life. I ask you this Christmas, Jesus, to forgive me. I want to repent and live the way that you created for me. I want to live in the light and not in the darkness. Be the Lord of my life and save me by your grace. I want to learn this year to love you, to trust you, to become who you made me to be, Thanks for choosing me, Jesus, to be part of your family. That right now, by faith, I accept the Christmas gift of your son into my life. Help me to reflect your light to Jesus, to those around me this Christmas, to my family, to my friends, to my coworkers, to my neighbors. And in your name, I pray, amen. Thanks for listening today. Please subscribe to our podcast. Share with your friends. We would love for you to join our movement. All you have to do is go to livefree.church to join us.